Well, hey, friends, and welcome to the Creative Shop Talk podcast. I'm your host, Wendy Batten. This is episode number 174. I can't even believe it. So we've been podcasting for a while, and we have lots of new listeners. And so welcome. If this is the first time you're listening to us, we hope uh, you're finding it valuable. We have had so many new people joining us here on the Creative Shop Talk podcast and I'm just thrilled by it. So thank you for listening, and I hope you find your time here with us valuable. Today, I want to remind us, remind us, I don't know if that's the right word. We are going to talk a little bit about getting visibility in our own community. I'm going to share five ways that we can and don't freak out, network uh, in our own community. Five ways we can become better known in our community five ways that we can really get people talking about us. So this is kind of a follow-up to our sales strategy series that we ran a few podcast episodes, I guess, a month ago. And it's a little bit further and deeper. It came from a lot of questions that I received from um, clients, questions I received from podcast listeners, and just, you know, how, how do we get better known in our community? We are so inundated with social media and e-commerce and online ways that we can grow our business, all important, by the way, I'll talk about that. But we sometimes forget just that human interaction in our own communities. So I just wrapped up, um, well, I didn't just, but at the time of recording this, I just wrapped up a six-week sales strategy accelerator program. And we had a deep conversation about this, about how how to become known in your community, like in the real world that you live in, that the people that shop at your shop live in, and, you know, those that come in from away. But how do we become better known in our own area, our own community? And because we are so inundated with all the things we feel like we should be doing online. So we're going to talk about that a little bit today. And on that note, uh, as you're listening to this, we do have a new six-week sales accelerator program starting in October. If you are interested in that, check out the website at wendybatten.com. We had so much fun. The first session that we ran, it's all about sales strategy, step by step by step break it right down and we had six weeks together and it was so good i'm i'm saying it's good i really thought it was great um the feedback from every member that every person that took it uh took that six week course the feedback was just really good it was momentum building and sales are increasing which is you know really important and um anyway I'm just saying we're doing it again if you're interested uh in, in joining me i'm doing it in october so that we can get it all set so you can have a really great strong end to Q4 to the end of the 2023. So if you're interested and you're listening to us in a September of 2023, if that's when you're listening to us, join us. Uh, just check it out, wendybatten.com and under work with me, you'll see where we have the sales accelerator open again. Okay, on with the show. We are going to talk about five ways to network and become better known in your own community. Let's go. Running a retail business doesn't have to be so hard. Welcome to the Creative Shop Talk podcast, the go-to podcast for creative shop owners, studio owners, and independent retailers. I'm your host, Wendy Batten, retail business coach and mentor. 
Each week, I'll share simple, proven business strategies, inspiring stories from fellow retailers, and advice from industry experts. Together, we're going to work to find the success you want from your retail business with more profits in your till and a little more joy in your life. Okay, so I want to start off this podcast by saying there are so many ways I've shared many ways here. We talked about it during our strategy series. Um, We have to remember we can't keep fishing in the same pond with our same people. By that, I mean, you know, just like social media posting and stuff that's geared towards our existing clients. That's called nurturing. That's what we need to do. That's part of our that's part of our marketing plan. But how do we become better known? What's our attract strategy? What's our visibility and awareness strategy? How do we get people talking about us and, you know, knowing we exist in this world? And I dare to say, and I bet you know, a ton of people that should know you exist, but don't. (laughs) They, you know, it's frustrating. Okay, so I'm gonna be like, I've shared this before. It's super frustrating when when you've been in business for several years and somebody walks in the store who lives down the road and says, I didn't know what was in here. And it's like, you know, anyway, we all have been there. So this this episode is specifically about getting better known in your community and like how to network and how to how to be visible in your community. So it's still important for me to remind you that you have to remember that the SEO is still important and be findable and you have to have your Google business and you know all of those things still need to happen in order to have viability in your visibility. I think that makes sense hopefully you have to make sure that you're doing all those things but actual in-person connections is what we're going to talk about today because the power of being known in your community is massive. You know we hear all the time, uh, you know, I, th- I think the saying, I, I didn't write this down, it's just coming to me now, but you know, understanding that people that you know will help you build your business. So it's all about networking. That's that's really important. And the power of connection, the power of proximity, when people are only like one degree of separation away from you, like, hey, I know that lady and she, you know, or I know that guy and he, you know, he owns that shop down the street. When people actually meet you, when they meet people that work for you, it's this ripple effect. And I know if you're listening to this podcast, I'm pretty sure you're probably a really awesome human who actually cares about their clients and cares about the people they serve and the products that they sell. So that gets out there when you meet people, that people see that, they feel that they know it's genuine. I have a lot of clients that will say to me, I have no problem closing sales or when people come in, they always buy something or people love our shop because, but it's getting them in the door. So that's what this is about. This is you getting out the door, (laughs) meeting the people to get them in the door. So that's really what we're going to talk about today. So I wanted to, um, I guess first we'll start with the, the obvious one, social media. So earlier on, I said social media is fishing in the same pool. It can be, if you're just nurturing, you're selling your products, you're you know, sharing shop tours and all of those awesome things. They need to be there. They're important. But what are you doing? What strategy do you have in place to become better known by new people in your in your um, social media pl- practices? 
So I like to say it's really important to think about where your people are. So where else in your community? What else is going on in your community? So thinking about your social media, part of your social media media strategy is taking 10 minutes a day, let's say 10 minutes a day, and going on and maybe it's a local sports team where people are hanging out, thinking about your town, like thinking about your town or your area or the area you're trying to draw in from and posting sharing, you know, those kinds of things of things that are going on and that are important to your clients. So maybe it is a local school fundraiser. I don't know, maybe it is a, you know, a, a again, a sports team, or maybe there's an event happening in your community, nothing to do with you, you're not doing the event, you're not hosting, you're not collaborating, you're not doing anything, but you think it's cool. It's part of the community, people are buzzing about it, or a client mentioned it, go share or even just comment as your business, of course, on these posts and you will start to see people will say who is that store what is that what is that what is that vintageness what is this what who is that and you know they'll see that you're a social contributor to your community people will see people do see they observe you know maybe it is a being on a okay this is a touchy subject for some people but maybe it's being on local uh, Facebook boards. Now I know you're setting yourself up sometimes most a lot of local boards can be in the words of one of my clients, Jeff, he said, a real um, danger zone sometimes. So we kind of don't we hesitate. But if you just keep your things vanilla, I think that's what Jeff had said. He said, if you keep things vanilla, and you just comment on things, and you're not like, opinionated or whatever, you know, under just getting your name out there, getting known in your community really does matter. So you can even share things. If there's no board like that in your community, and there probably is, um, but if there isn't, start one yourself. Do you have the bandwidth or a team member to have, you know, a community? What's happening in our town? A local a local board that is sharing just events happening in your town would be huge. And if you're managing it, you can control it. So this board is managed by, you know, uh, your shop. So again, there's just lots of different options. I'm not saying do all these, these things, but just thinking about how can you be out in invisible and, and visible, not invisible, and visible in your community on social media. So stop overthinking your, your, your whole content strategy and all of this. Just be human. Just just get out and like look, search, you know, search your town's name, see what people are talking about and don't overthink it. It's the power of repeated connection that's going to happen here. They're going to see your name over and over again. The other thing I want to mention, I mean, there's so many different ways that we can use social media. Again, we can get our clients to share. There's just so many and I know I've covered them before, but I just want to make sure that we think about it in a way of connecting locally. So hashtag your local team sports thingy. <laughs> Y'all know I'm not a sports person, but you know, whatever is the community thing that people are talking about. Maybe it's the local theater. Maybe it is something else. Just see what your people are interested in and what's happening in your town. So you can either share or just comment, just be visible. And again, it's the power of repeated connections that we want to go for here and that people just kind of keep seeing this name, right? You're just popping up everywhere. Uh, and they're like, who is this cool person who's supportive of so many things? And the goal of this whole exercise is we want people to say, gosh, I keep seeing that name everywhere. So this, you know, I keep hearing about this shop. I keep seeing this. So again, it's the power of it. One quick note on social media and things that I think are one thing that I think is overlooked quite regularly is understanding 
who's watching your stories. So sometimes people follow you and, you know, as soon as somebody follows you, I do recommend trying to follow back and say, hey, thanks for the follow. And you can have that set up or you can, I mean, and people can tell when they're automated and that's okay. But I've also seen the power of connecting just with like shouting out like, hey, thanks. Have you been in the shop before? Like, don't be salesy, but those kind of things. Thanks for the follow. We really appreciate it. So, you know, you can sometimes add a line to that. Like, you know, what's, you know, what's your favorite thing in town to do on a rainy day? I don't know, whatever, but just thinking about personal connections. So when somebody follows you, you can do it that way. Also look and see who is consuming your stories on Instagram and Facebook. So you can see who's consuming that. And sometimes I like to just like, recommend like oh like you see this repeated customer who's you know and then go into theirs and follow some of theirs if they have an open profile that kind of thing again I'm hitting my mic because I'm using my hands those of you who know me and have coached with me you know (laughs) I use my hands when I get excited so I'm hitting my mic anyhow we um just just be human just be human and connect in a social way this doesn't have to take every hour of your day I can hear you rolling your ass I can hear it I don't have time for this Wendy 10 minutes a day set a timer do it for 10 minutes a day when your timer goes off that's it we're done don't do any more today so just something to consider the next uh the next way is going to seem super obvious and your first reaction is and for most of my clients is I don't have time for that. I want you to be open to this as well. Get involved in your community. Get involved. Get on in front of people, in front of other humans and other people that you want to connect with. Again, that power of repeated connection. So this doesn't have to be just, you know, it can be being part of your chamber of commerce, being part of your uh, SBI, your uh, small business associations, or, you know, all of these things. But It can also be, um, you know, anything that you want to do in your community. It can be just going to the bank and, you know, doing an actual physical deposit. Yes, they still do those in banks, by the way, for those of you. And I know that sounds, you know, dorky and old fashioned, but this is what it is. People are craving community. They want to talk to you. So if you want your community to support you and what you are doing, you have to be known in your community and be out there supporting and being around and shopping local and, and and carrying your bag that says, you know, your shop name. You have to get involved. You have to be out there. I know I talk about this probably at nauseum at times, um, which I feel like I'm repeating the same message, but it's important. So I'm going to keep repeating all of the same messages. It's like wearing your CEO hat. This is part of your role is for you and your shop to be, be known in the community. So it doesn't just have to be um, organized board meetings and associations or anything like that, you know, being in your local pickleball group or the book club or joining yoga or, you know, chess club, um, swim class, you know, anything like that can help you just build a little bit of community. Even if it's like six other women or six other men that you're, you know, go golfing or whatever, whatever it is that you can get involved with, And here's the criteria. Here's something that is hopefully going to be helpful to you. Make it something that you're interested in. So make it something that you're interested in. You're not going to go play pickleball if you're not the least bit interested and you're going to be like all grumpy pants while you're there. So (laughs) if, if you, whatever you're going to do, you want to go and you want to be genuine about it, but also make it fun, make it fun, get out in your community. This is one of your roles as the CEO, as the leader, as the as the visionary, as the owner of your business, as the, as the 
business owner, one of your roles is to be known in the community, to be out. This is part of your strategy, right? So go have fun with it. Enjoy it. And that energy will kind of come out in all of the all of the events and whatever it is that you're doing. So think about different things. There's just so many different things in your community. Just be aware that we should be in our community more. And of course, shop local. <laughs> shop local, shop local, shop local. Fun story, side note here, not in my notes for my, this podcast, but I thought it was kind of funny. A friend um, just recently sent me a picture of her local store, like next door, who is always saying, you know, shop local, blah, 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 all of the things she's promoting all the time. And she's an advocate. And like there was a pile of Amazon boxes. So she kind of got curious. She went over to her friend's shop next door and she's like, I think it's funny that you're ordering Amazon. There's some things we just have to sometimes. But everything that was in those boxes as her friend was unpacking them, and it wasn't for the shop, it was all personal stuff. And she's like, you know, Susie carries that and Mary carries that and Karen carries those and you could get that here. And it was a real wake up call for that shop owner. That She's like, well, I was too tired to do, you know, all the excuses. So my lesson for you on that little story is make sure you're shopping local and you're really walking walking the walk and talking the talk in your own community. Make sure you're out and about. Um, make sure you're in other local shops. That is part of being involved in your community. And once again, if you want your community to support you and, and, and really, you know, sending people to you or wanting them to come and buy from you, you have to get out and buy from them. So, and be known in your community. So that was number two. Number three, what about hosting community events or services that really have nothing to do and there's no, you know, big old reason collaboration or anything that you're doing? So I've seen a lot of my community, my retailers, my people, hey guys, shout out Talia, all y'all, uh, my inner circle members, my level up members, my private clients that I work with do some really neat things to bring in new new eyeballs, attract strategies, but be part of the community. So they are getting better known in their community. So Lori, she did a local, she brought the SPCA or um, whatever, some kind of dog shelter came to her place. They let her, you know, she let them use the parking lot and they, she promoted it and, you know, they matched up dogs and it was really, a, it was an adoption day. I think they had it. And I mean, it was a real good, feel good thing. Dogs are really important to Lori and her family have dogs. And so it was a really feel good thing. And then people who may not have known about her shop now know about her shop. Sylvia brought in a shredding truck. Um, Kelly brought in a food truck on Thursdays. It's food truck Thursdays and it's a food truck that has a great following and people come from all over. So yes, her parking lot's busy on Thursdays. Yes, it's a little bit crazy and all that kind of thing. But the food truck's advertising her and people are coming and she, you know, plus she gets really good lunch on Thursday. So it really works out well. Um, Aaron, one of my clients has a semi-annual like flea market in the field, something along that lines. They have a big field behind their shop and they, they started organizing uh, vintage flea markets. And so that's what they do. They don't even run it. <laughs> they just, uh, they, they've got somebody else that, that runs it and, you know, wants to run flea markets, but that's at their shop. It's promoted by them. All of those vendors all promote where they're going to be. They're going to be at Aaron's shop, you know. So it's really interesting when you start thinking about how you can host events, even if you don't want to host the event, <laughs> you just need to give space. And you could even use, if you have a shop classroom, if you have space in your shop, 
or, you know, like a back area or even after hours, sometimes I've seen retailers rent out their shop to maybe local book clubs or associations or whatever it may be in your community, it's definitely going to introduce new people to your shop. So it could be one ofs or it could be their monthly meetings. I have a client who rents out um, her shop to the local interior design group. They meet quarterly or monthly, I'm not sure. Anyway, but they meet, they sit around the couches in her beautiful shop and how and she and she sells high-end furniture. So how can you not think that that's not, you know, getting her known in her community. So just all of these different little things work really well. So start thinking about how you can host a community event or a service of some sort. Number four, collaborations. Everybody gets stuck on collaborations. So collaborations, it doesn't just mean you and I are going to sell each other's things or uh, we're going to talk about each other's things. That's, that is collaboration. That is really, really great. There are so many other ways you can befriend, you know, a local shop thinking again, I always think about my ideal customer and go back and listen to episode 173, where we talk about your ideal customer, where else are they shopping? Who else are they visiting? What other services in town are they using? You know, who else, you know, what else is going on with your client? What's on, what's going on? It could even be with a local school. If your clients have kids at the school, there's different things that your clients are going through at different times. Who, who are those people that like, who else, what else is going on in their day and how can you collaborate or help or serve again, coming from the place of service for your clients. So it's really cool. And also thinking about collaboration over competition, which is really hard for some of you. And I know that I know, I understand it's sometimes it's like, I don't want to, right. Uh, but it can also really help your business if you collaborate with again, collaboration over competition is really, it can work miracles for you. Honestly, I've seen some really great things happening. So where else do your clients shop? What are the services? So do some social shout outs. That's a collaboration. If you're shouting out, if you're at somebody's place and, you know, you can shout out that they're doing something, if they have an event, you can also do things. Collaborations can also look like uh, packet, like what if you could package up something with another shop owner or another service. So what I mean by that is if you have, if you sell beautiful coffee mugs and there is, and I keep going to coffee, but I really like coffee. So sorry. And Joe's coffee shop, you know, my famous Joe's coffee shop down the road that I talk about all the time. If they sell coffee, maybe you and the coffee shop, you sell packages of the coffee shop with the mugs and the mug and he does the same, or she does the same at the road or does different packaging up pieces of things that are your maybe your top sellers in your shop and putting them out on other people's shelves packaging them up over there it's really there can be some really great cool collaborations can also see I've seen clients I have a client who sells uh, beautiful high-end painted furniture she has her furniture in several boutiques around town So, you know, they like that where her client shop, I say several, I think it's two, but two other really beautiful boutiques. So they've got a dresser, I think, and an armoire and one, or, you know, they do, they, they move the furniture around. It helps the boutique owner display their clothing better. And it helps the furniture painter. People see it and they have a little notes that this piece is for sale and the clients know that now. So, you know, success for both. So people in, you know, this piece, you know, is from so-and-so shop located at making sure that people 
are, you're getting new eyeballs. So there's lots of ways to collaborate with other people. And don't think just fellow shop owners. You can also think services. And I hope, I hope that makes sense. One of my clients has um, a garden shop, sells uh, like a, not a garden center, but sells garden goods and books and all of the garden things. And they brought in their local hardware store. They collaborated with their local hardware store to come in and show how to use and upkeep maintenance on garden tools. Kind of a cool thing. Like, so they had a little free demonstration. So that's a collaboration as well. So what are some services or things that your clients would love that would be a great add-on addition or um, feel good aligned things with the, the products that you sell? And who does that? So who does that and who could you collaborate with? Also, you know, it's silly little things, but if you have workshops or you have, I don't know, you have a Keurig machine that you give coffee to waiting, you know, people that are waiting or whatever, you know, serve local coffee or, you know, we're proud to serve Joe's coffee again. You know, what can you do to really think local and help support another uh, shop owner locally, but also you know, you could share a picture of that and then they're going to share like, where can we sort of get more attention and more awareness from their clientele or the collab, you know, whoever you're collaborating with. And again, I want you to think of collaboration, even with what you consider your competition. Um, I've shared this before, like Millie does a book hop, a bookshop hop. She is a bookshop owner and has organized a bookshop hop, say that five times, uh, in all of her, her area. And it's like this map is created and it's a lot of work. However, and they're all bookshops. So you would think, oh, why would a bookshop owner want to show everybody else where all the other bookshops are? It's just a beautiful, always well-attended event. So all that to say, collaborations. Don't miss them. Don't miss out on collaborations with local shops. Okay, number five. This seems so silly that I don't like talking about it. It seems so obvious, but I see this as a missed opportunity for so many clients. We do not get out of our shop a lot as we've been talking about through this whole thing. So I'm trying to give you some ways to be known in your community, but we don't introduce ourselves enough. So introduce yourself to more people in your community. I mean, actual introduction of yourself, your human being, not just your shop. So who needs to know you? Like who needs to know you in your community? Again, look, you know, all around the street and who's in your area. Like where else are your clients shopping? As we mentioned earlier, do those people know you? What can you do to be known in that community? A simple drop-in with your business card is great. Introduce yourself to the staff, introduce yourself, whatever. It seems weird. I know people don't introduce themselves anymore. It's kind of weird. But in a real community with real people and real humans, a hello and a hi is memorable nowadays. <laughs> people coming in to saying to say hello and just being nice and being a nice human also letting them know what you do for a living, what you're the go-to for, why they're clients. And again, no expectation in return. You're doing this for service. You just want to introduce yourself. So what could you, you know, what could you do to level that up? You could drop your business card off again. Um, I like to, I've seen some clients and I like to remind people that sometimes it's a, a, it's a nice PR move to drop off a little gift. So if you, 
know they have staff, maybe you drop off a box of cookies if you sell cookies, or even if you don't sell cookies, just drop off a card in the box of cookies and say, here you go. Maybe that's your local restaurant or your local place. Uh, one of my clients just brought a beautiful candle. She sells candles. She sells a really beautiful line. She dropped it off at a local yoga studio with a little, you know, a little sign that says compliments of her shop. And that yoga studio, let put that out in the, put the candle out in the front and all the people that come into the yoga studio, she shared it. The yoga studio owner shared it on social media. Just naturally she did that. And just different tiny little things like just being thoughtful and being rememberable. Rememberable is important, right? So maybe you want to drop off some coupons or some gift certificates. One really great uh, promo, and I've, I've shared this here before, and I've shared it with my clients, but I just thought this was so fabulous. Somebody dropped off two gift certificates to sh local shop owners, went around, introduced themselves to local shop owners, two gift certificates dropped off, one for the owner and one for them to give away to their clients. That's like a really smart move. <laughs> so of course, then they ran a little contest and the shops all ran little contests. Just become known, just be human in your community. So there you have, I know we're, we're running long today. I did want to remind you again, five ways of being inside your, like being known inside your community. The power of connection when people actually get to meet you is so important. Also, the power of repeated connection. So they get to see your name over and over and they meet you and they see how cool you are and they see how awesome you are and they see how, you know, awesome and crazy, amazing that you are. They will take that and it's stored in a memory. <laughs> they will hear your name over and over again. So if I hear your shop name over and over again, what happens? What happens when you hear that? You're like, oh, I keep hearing about this stuff. I've got to go in and see. So when they do drive by or when they do need a gift or when they do want to buy a book, what are they going to think of? They're going to think of you. They're going to think of you and your shop and that nice gesture when they met you that one time at the bank. So just wanted to put all that there or maybe on the pickleball court. So your five ways are get, get social on social media. So going in and finding people and, and uh, commenting as your business, get involved in your community. So thinking of different things that you can do, things that interest you and are like fun so that you can get known in your community, hosting community events or services on your property, in your shop, things like that. Number four, collaborations with other shops and other people in your community. And number five, just go introduce yourself. Go introduce yourself to people who need to know you and shops that need to know you. So there you have it, my friends. I hope you found this helpful. We are really hoping that you are feeling like feeling empowered as we're going through here, getting ready into the holidays. I want to remind you that September is our power month inside the inner circle. We're hyper-focused on getting our members ready for the holidays, our holiday boot camp has been out since August and we've been working week by week, um, goal setting and getting plans in place with everybody. It's not too late. If you'd like to join us, it's not too late at all. This is a self-study, but I'm there every week driving everybody crazy. So if you would like to join us, don't forget it's wendybatten.com slash join. That's my private coaching group, which is the retailers inner circle. I hope you found this useful, helpful, valuable today, something in here. If you did share this with a fellow shop owner, uh, I would be so grateful and uh, it would help your biz buddy out too, right? So thanks so much, my friends. Have a great rest of the day and we will see you here next Monday, same time, same place. See you soon.
Well, that's it for this week's episode of the Creative Shop Talk podcast. I'm so glad that you're here to join us this week, and I hope you found value in what we're sharing here. I want to remind you that our website has all of the show notes. You can find it at wendybatten.com slash podcast. Everything that you need to hear about today's podcast is there. Also an opportunity if you need to reach out to me. If I can support you in any way whatsoever, please feel free to reach out. So thanks for joining us. Please leave a review, subscribe if you can, and never miss an episode. We hope to see you back here again next week. Thanks, my friend. Have a great week. 